Are you stuck up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder? Who's scruffy-looking? You might wanna buckle up, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, here we are, episode 45 on Monday, August 27th, 2018. I am your host, Jimmy the Ebs. We got Eddie. Where are you, Eddie? I'm right here. There you go. And unfortunately, or fortunately in some case, we're without our other triple co-host, Kev Garbett, over in England. But we got Josh from the Mile High Club in CO. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's going on, guys? Pleasure. Uh, Glad you could join us, man. It's going to be awesome. You can check uh, our email address, scruffypodcasters at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, slash scruffypodcasters. Follow us on Twitter at scruffypodcasts. You can follow me, James, at Hebert207, Ed at scruffyedb. Uh, Josh, throw it out your twiddle handle real quick. Your twiddle handle real quick. <laughs> twiddle. <laughs> sure twiddle thing, I- boss. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, at Josh Tuck Nelson. Ooh, nice, excellent. Nice. Thanks a lot, buddy. Now, is that J-Date or Tinder? Oh, just kidding. Anyways, uh, leave us some reviews on iTunes. Send us in some emails. we got cool shit to read every now and then, and we love hearing from you guys and uh, helping you get through that workday because, you know what, sometimes that workday is hard and you need a bunch of fuck-offs like us just talking to you. So we have an send email. us some emails. We have one. We do. We have, we have an email. Perfect. We'll get to that. Weird. We'll get to that soon then. So our week in Star Wars is kind of what we did and stuff, and I guess um, for my week, uh, I discovered some old X-Wing versus TIE Fighter PC game stuff, and my f- and also my first uh, Microsoft Sidewinder Pro um, joystick from like way back in 1998, Ooh. and that was really that was really fucking awesome. Hmm. And uh, saw all my old CDs and stuff like that, like X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, Balance of Power, X-Wing, TIE Fighter, and. I was looking through all this old shit, and I found all the stuff I had written down. I was in a I was in a clan called the Corellian Knights. <laughs> all right, and my handle on MSN Gaming Zone was CK for Corellian Knights underscore Baron Fell because I thought I was just such fucking hot shit, even though I sucked. <laughs> Wait, huh. I recognize that yeah. name. Wait, yeah. Yeah, Baron Sunterfell, the best uh, best fighter pilot in the galaxy. Yes. Fought for the Imperials, defected to the Rebel Alliance, seemingly rejoined the Imperials, but actually was uh, went and helped Thrawn to the Unknown Regions and established the Empire of the Hand. Oh, right? yeah. Right? That's right. Classic EU. Classic EU. Legends now, which is bullshit. 
Hey, they're br- you know what? They're bringing some of it back. They are. Don't you never they know. Are. They're bringing it. They're bringing it back, and hopefully, in a fresh, new, re- uh, fresh way, reinvigorating with something some, like anything. space whales here and there. It'll be good. Yeah. They bring that in. I'm fucking murder people. <laughs> but yeah. So, um, but yeah, anyway, so that's Baron Sunterfell. But yeah, I found all this old Karelian Knight stuff, and I found like all these old gamer tags. These guys I used to play with. Uh, and this guy, Neil, who CK Nemesis was his handle, and the uh, guy was in England. And I remember we started using um, Roger Wilco. You guys remember that? The software? Yeah, the yeah. software so you could, you could talk over. It was the first like game voiceover uh, app that you could have. And uh, that was pretty sweet. Uh, Roger Wilco, Star, um, Star Trek tried to do one called Starfleet Communicator. That was really stupid. But anyways, that was like my first days of like <laughs> multiplayer gaming, and it was with a Star Wars flight sim. It was so awesome. Really cool stuff. So yeah, that was my week in Star Wars. Rediscovering my Ute. Nice. nice. Yeah, how about you, Josh? Uh, well, uh, it was uh, a couple, I guess a couple weeks ago, but it might as well be my week because my, my whole week has been collecting like nonstop. But a Mr. Eric Strothers, uh, I put in a commission for him to build me the sickest, dopest uh, lightsaber uh, known to man. And it's, it can be both, or it could be actually a New Hope configuration, Empire Strikes Back configuration, and uh, Force Awakens slash Last Jedi configuration, but it's basically Anakin's hilt, and it's that oh, Graflex, sick. that that beautiful Graflex hilt. I've never I've never held one in my hand before. It was one of those Grail pieces I've been I've been wanting for a very long time, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do it upright. Got the crystal reveal chamber chamber in there. I've got you know that that nice Vader vault uh, uh, blade, and nice, nice. Mr. Strothers, man. Is Dude, Vader, just, Vader Vault's like the, the creme of the the crop. The, the creme de la creme. <laughs> they are, man. And like I could have I could have dropped some serious coin on this chassis. Like just the build alone, the sound card, like the motion, whatever w- the little whack wackadoos inside. But man, he Eric Strathers did a amazing job. Like I it was it's it's more than I hoped for. It's everything that I hoped for. And I have it at my office. I stare at it every day, and I show it off to my coworkers. I wave it around, and they're like, "What? Who the hell am I working next to?" I mean, my whole <laughs> Star Wars collection at my office. The first thing people see when they walk in the front door is literally like an old, like a vintage Falcon, like the Tie Fighter, the X-wing, the Vader helmet, the Stormtrooper helmet. It's just, it's, it's nutty, man. It's that's awesome, dude. So awesome. It. Yeah, and and uh, <laughs> if you follow Eric. On Twitter at Eric Struthers, S T R O T H E R S, he actually did post a couple pictures as he was making it. Right? That's right. Yep. And I thought he that was did. really cool. Like wires everywhere and shit. <sighs> He's just nice. a good dude. It's a, it's just a great great saber. So you got multi colors on that? No, it's just blue. Just blue. Yeah, just that's all blue. you need. I just wondering. <clears throat> blue or white? Yeah, that's probably what I would do to be honest. Blue. Yeah. yeah. Because I mean it's that hilt i mean you can't <clears throat> i think oh, in, a previous, in a previous episode we did talk about the differences in that hilt from movie to movie like you were saying how the like that little piece changes and stuff like more gold yeah. or whatever 
and there's like different it's weird because it comes down to like the measurements between like where the grips are in the top or like the middle piece too and i don't really i don't really know all that stuff but it's about as screen accurate as you can get and we all know how detail oriented mr strathers can be and he uh he really he really nailed it yeah nice and just for the listeners he is the co-host a co-host on the bad motivators podcast check them out they are really cool good guys with uh dallas wood and luke cruiser indeed dallas is a a wackadoo guy as well he's he's a crazy (laughs) dude (laughs) yeah if he's listening that's awesome that's awesome (laughs) all right uh my week i didn't really do shit (laughs) <laughs> surprise 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 i know right? I, fuck, I suck um, you've been busy man yeah i've been really busy though i went on a sailboat cruise and i wore my wookie shirt it was this is a story i guess and i we we get back from this it's kind of a booze cruise sailboat thing in portland maine off the coast we get back i'm on the dock and this like little girl runs up and she looks at me and she's like kind of related to my wife's dad in law and talk to him and then looks at me looks at my shirt and you can see some like weird connection and then i look at her and i look at her shirt she's wearing a fucking ray star wars shirt she's like must no. be like 8 or 9 years old and i was like oh my god <laughs> i love your shirt <laughs> Having a little nerd out moment. Yeah, I was. Oh my god! And she got all shy and ran away. (laughs) Scared her off, man. I did, but I thought that was funny. Ed's boring life in ten seconds. (laughs) So yeah, um, are you kidding me? Segment. Usually it's Kev right now. Uh, It is his turn, but because. He didn't have one, probably. He was like, I don't want to be on. So, see ya. What a dick. But, uh... (laughs) (laughs) Thank God Josh provides. He's right there. You you jumped on last minute, Josh. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, man. Thanks for doing this. It's pretty sweet. My my shoulders really hurt from from doing all this (laughs) carrying the team on my back. (laughs) Sounds just right. joking. Just he he joking. really wants to meet or meet or talk to you. Like, he always says it. And I'm like, well, he comes on when you're not there. So I don't know how that's going to work out. Oh, Kev. Yeah. Celebration, baby. Celebration. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You going? You're going, right? Yeah, man. We're all going to be like kind of you guys are on the upstairs of the house. We're on the downstairs of the house. Oh, you're in the downstairs. OK, cool. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's going to be a party house. You're welcome to come upstairs <laughs> and hang out. Oh, Whenever you know it, man, you know it, man. I'm not going to remember celebration. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of my goal too, buddy. <laughs> it's going to be great, man. It's going to be great. All right. Uh, so, are you kidding me? Segment. This is where we take anything in Star Wars that makes one say, "Are you kidding me?" Or, are you kidding me? As Sharu says. So uh, here we go. We're going to start the segment. Are you kidding me? A surprise, to be sure. But it will come up. 
Take it away, Josh. Well, so, uh, you know, Star Wars collecting can be pricey, no doubt. But I think the priciest that you get into is the vintage collecting. And I got to tell you, once you get the bug, it it's, it's, dude, it's an addiction, man. They call it plastic crack for a reason. <laughs> but I'm looking on the Imperial Commissary, and it's a Facebook group, um, and uh, they, you know, they do trade, buy, and sell of vintage figures. And these are tiny pieces of plastic that are like over 40 years old. And they're three and three quarter inch figures. And they're really basic bare bones that, you know, they're not, they're not the, what you're getting from Hasbro today by any means, but they hold a lot of nostalgia. There's a figure, a famous figure. You might know this guy as Yak Face from the uh, last 17 lines, the last 17 <laughs> figures they made. Little Yak Face, and he—I mean, he's not a looker. He's an ugly piece of crap. Mm. Uh, but you love him. He's a lovable piece of crap. He's on the sail barge uh, in Jabba's palace in Return of the Jedi, and um, this figure can run upwards of—and this is loose, just loose. Three hundred and twenty-five dollars, four hundred dollars for a Jesus. little piece of plastic. Christ, are you kidding me? <laughs> and that's not even—it was like a, so much cheaper. Even like two, it fluctuates. But like even two years ago, it was it was much cheaper. But now, and, ju- and just you for want yak face. for our listeners that don't know, loose means uh, it's just the figure. So out of card. So there's mint on card. Um, there's graded where they're like all done up in acrylic like boxes and they, you send them off to be graded and it's a bunch of, bunch of BS in my opinion. I just, I don't <laughs> do the graded stuff you're, cause you're spending a lot on just a, just someone to look <clears> at <throat> it and go, Hmm, yes, the, the paint rub is not as, you know, as big a deal on this figure and it's got the, the original, uh, blaster or whatever, but it's dude, like, <laughs> If I want to display a little three and three quarter inch forty year old piece of plastic, I gotta pay four hundred bucks for it, and that is wow, outrageous. But you know what? I'm gonna pay that. <laughs> I'm gonna do it, man. I'm gonna do. It. And if you think about it, the barge itself, the new Hasbro barge, is like five hundred dollars, right? Oh my so god, you got that? Yep, and I got the barge. So I gotta load up the barge with all of the little Jabba goons. I got I got Nick Nikit Nikto. I got uh, I got a little Salacious Crumb here. I got yes. myself some uh, Riyis, the Gamorrean Guard. Um, so I have a question: Is it gonna bother I have you? A question: Is it is it gonna bother you seeing a five hundred dollar like giant barge with like little pieces of plastic, as you say? <laughs> That are almost as much inside of it. <laughs> you know, I think the only person that's going to bother is my wife. <laughs> and I, it's it's going to make me a happy man. Uh, you know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> so I'm, I'm all good, man. But like I've, I've, I've spent some money on some, some vintage stuff. That's all I got to say. It's expensive. But that's, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, Kev, Kev's done it too, I believe. I think. He either has all of them except for one or something like that. I can't remember. You'll have to really? them. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I'll have to chat with him about that. Yeah. Yeah. He's got all, and he's been going nuts in all the uh, the black series too. Though not not necessarily all of them though. No, he's nuts on the the hot toys. Yep. Oh, yeah. yeah those are expensive. Yeah, like going on monthly payments. That's what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean. At all the same, a Hot Toys is like two hundred twenty-five, like your your average price for like one of the best 
figures on planet Earth. They look really paying, good, yeah. And yeah, you're man. Also, but you're paying 325 for a tiny little one. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's 40 years old. Yes. So, it's, interesting. It's well-molded plastic. I mean, I would love... Uh, but like to spend that much money on it i mean i'm looking at some of these black series figures stuff and i mean 25 bucks 30 bucks like ugh. how come how is this how is this sustainable like i get it that the quality is there and the quality is a lot better than what it may have been when you know years and years and years ago when they first came out but jesus christ they're 3d printing all this shit right now like it doesn't need to be this expensive of all this shit going on right now i mean really does does it justify it is inflation really out of control that a brand new figure is going to be 25 30 bucks yeah i think you have to understand though they're using some you know some really crazy space age wizardry to get this stuff out you know because they're doing different kinds of facial moldings now that are making them look more and it's the articulation and i think if you if you think about how much it takes, like how much it would make or cost a company like Hasbro to make these figures and pump them out at the rate that they pump them out in the like to, to maintain that quality, they have to charge that. But I don't agree with charging like, for instance, that Target Gamorrean Guard. It's just a figure in a in a box. It's a little bit larger than your normal Black Series, but that mm-hmm. thing's like 40 bucks or like, th- well, I think it's like 30 bucks. But if you apparently they've discontinued it without even <laughs> without even releasing it so i don't even know where you get them anymore mm. but <laughs> the the prices skyrocket on these things so if you think about it you're making an investment so you might as well buy them now and then sell them off for you know 40 years later when some dumpy nerd like me is on the internet scouring for these black series <laughs> you'll be able to sell them off for or as james know, says you die with, die and like they're just in your attic and then like you're <laughs> you're <laughs> Your, your kids are gonna take him. Like, your your kid or your widowed wife sells them on like a garage sale oh, for five bucks. <laughs> An estate sale of all these weird like say, look at all these Star Wars toys. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh my god, that's so ancient. I don't want that crap. <laughs> exactly, it goes into a dumpster fire. I was like, oh, oh my, my god. god. So at least if you're gonna have them, at least play with them. Take them out of the box. <laughs> get them scruffed up a little bit. Oh, for sure. Like, there are some I don't take out of the box, but, like, you got to You got to take it out of the package and play with it. You know yeah. what I mean? If you, if you don't use it, you lose it, sort of. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'll lose it when you die in your grave. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Play with it while you have it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Play with it while you have it. Well, it still goes erect, as they say. I mean, we're talking about Star Wars toys. <laughs> well, uh, they did, as you were saying in their methods of of making the figures they did change it recently right like like within six months ago i think uh I think it was like yeah a, one of the comic cons they were like revealed the new their uh the latest figures where they had the new like the faces looked way better like almost like airbrushed or something but in and on plastic yeah it's but the stupid thing is is you'll still get cross-eyed like the the target exclusive uh, Chewy with like the goggles, yeah. Where he's got like the different Mandalier for Solo. There's mm-hmm. been so many cross-eyed Wookies, and it looks ridiculous. And you're you're thinking to yourself, okay, well now I'm paying a price 
that isn't justified because Chewie looks like he needs glasses or something. He's got like this. Except beard. he has them. Well, yeah, he does. Right. So maybe right? that's how you justify it. Maybe but not in, those kind of glasses. Yeah, no, I know, right. I know. I know. I know. In your head cannon, Chewie was cross-eyed until he uh, until he put on the goggles. That's right. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. Nice. I'm. I'm excited to see where you go with your uh, collection. Can, I'll be can, posting pictures. Can you give on us an Twitter. update, like where you're at with it, how many you have, or? Um. Yeah, I've got. I could probably tell you just right off the bat. I've got about like tw- maybe 25 of these vintage figures, and nice. if you kind of roughly average, if they're completed, the roughly average rate is maybe 25 to 30 per figure. Um. Maybe 40, maybe in the high 50s, sometimes the 80s. And remember, 40-year-old plastic three-and-three-quarter-inch figures. It's plastic crack. Don't even start, kids. Once you start, it's just a downhill. You look at yourself in the mirror and you go, what have I become? Oh, God. (laughs) And your significant other is like, what the fuck am I doing? Yep, your wallet. uh, With this person. Now. (laughs) Do it. (laughs) <laughs> just like that just like that you're fucking killing younglings <laughs> uh, James is going to get all the throns and, stay and like play with them throw them around actually I, well I am so <laughs> that's not really a thing I have the Lego I have like the little um, I don't know I can't remember it was like Star Wars Assault not um like Imperial Assault, but it was like another tabletop figure game that people mm-hmm. painted and shit. And, and Kev, then, uh, Josh, did you hear Kev got him uh, the the UK exclusive uh, rank insignia for Grand Animal Thrawn? Yeah, it's a pen, like a just a, a metal pen that you can uh, with the backs and stuff like that. It was really cool, really what? nice. Yeah, UK exclusive only when you bought alliances. Oh, yeah, the Zom- Timothy Zombook. Yeah, that is so, so badass, man! I Damn, know. right? I know. I, know. I was like, "That's pretty cool," but James needs it because he's a Thrawn. <laughs> well, I mean, I need it. <laughs> there's a lot of Thrawn fanatics out there. I mean, I kind of consider myself a Thrawn fanatic, so I'm a little, I'm a little jelly, man. I'm, Ooh. dude. It's, it's. I have like my little Thrawn shine, sh- shine shrine growing at work on my desk. It's yep. fucking sweet, man. Nice. Hey, speaking of. Sh- Thrawn, the guy we thought and everyone who stupidly wanted him to be Thrawn in episode <laughs> oh, nine. Oh, yeah, like all of you? Yeah, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> Richard E. Grant came out talking to uh, Radio Times. People what start, the fuck are you smoking? <laughs> he's like, I'm not playing the Star Wars character you just mentioned. That's what he told Radio Times. <sighs> When asked if he was preparing for the role of Thrawn. Yeah, he's like, no, it's Myth Thrawn Naruto. (laughs) I mean. Well, who else has absolutely blatantly lied to the press when asked if they're playing a character? Kit Harrington. What did he say? He said he was dead in Game of Thrones and he came back to life. Oh, that's right. Mm. But he was dead. Glad he did. Well, he wasn't. He didn't no, really techni- lie. Technicality. Technicality. Didn't, didn't Cumberpatch lie? Say he's not con? Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Well, I mean, 
if they're paying you millions of dollars, you'll say whatever the fuck they want, right? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Like lying. I don't know. There's there's like a line, but it's you're right. What do you Meh. It's also your job? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's your I'm, job. Do your job. I mean, let's face it, we all knew the chances were slim. I mean, I don't know if Well, the I mean, world I, I laughed. A... I almost laughed when I saw that. Like I don't I don't know. I just, no. I would I would like it. Obviously, like I like Thrawn, but I don't. I feel like they they're not gonna just throw Thrawn in in the third movie of a of a, yeah. of a trilogy. You know what I mean? It it would mix it up too much. You're not gonna introduce him and then kill him off in that movie. You're not. He would need to have been in it from the beginning. Yeah, or at least from Empire, <laughs> um, uh, Last Jedi, or a Force Awakens. Yeah. Well, so, I'm just I, saying because, like, Emperor we didn't <coughs> see until Empire. So right. I'm saying, like, if at least throw something about him in the second movie. But, like, to throw him in the third suddenly, it feels sudden. And, like, they're oh, trying. It would, it'd be cheap. It'd be, like, it'd be everyone would be like, oh, they're just trying, you know, to get, like, the fans back and stuff. And it's like, oh, come on. Well, but at the same time, if you think about how Ron has been put out there, you know what I mean? Already. Like. Mm-hmm. It's with with Rebels, but the way they left him in Rebels, and then you've got the novels. I mean, we could see. I mean, look at look at the the, the projects, you know, that Star Wars is going on, the Disney and Lucasfilm have going on. They could easily have something up their sleeve. They could easily have a Thrawn live action or something else. Oh, I would die of happiness. But here's the thing, though. How how it, it's been what? Five years since uh, Force Awakens was even announced, right? Five years? Is that fair? Four years? I can't remember. 2012? 13? Around there? When did Disney buy out? It's all a blur. I know. Let's <laughs> say five years, all right? So this is five years. You're kickstarting a whole new generation, right? And you're now, and at the time, getting rid of the past... 30 years of expanding universe shit. They're not going to just bring in everything all at once. People would just go nuts. It'd be information overload and you'd kind of, you'd see what you're kind of seeing right now with the fan fatigue. Like, mm-hmm. you, you know what I mean? Like, let it, give us some time. Like, they got thrown in a novel and they got thrown in the cartoon, the animated series. Like, that's almost enough right now. Like, let's not let's not push the limit here because we already have now two iterations of Thrawn. We have the novel Thrawn, which is different from the Rebels Thrawn because you know it's a freaking kids movie. Show, yeah. So you can't you can't really give him the the can't really give different. him what he's due. I'm like two thirds through that book, Alliances. Jesus Christ, Dad. I know. I'm sorry. I haven't finished it. <laughs> God damn it, guys! <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like, let's let's not get too fatigued over Thrawn because um, it it would be pretty hard to really wear him out. Um, mm-hmm. You could do that, and if you do that, it ruin one of the Star Wars fan universe's most loved EU character. That would fucking sink the franchise. I'm finding his. I mean, I haven't finished the book. I'm finding his real question behind Thrawn is where where is his absolute loyalty to like yeah it's not I don't honestly it's not 
to the Empire or the Chiss Ascendancy. I think it's it's to like being, like he says, a warrior and doing what you need to help the people you like survive. And maintain order. Maintain order. Peace. Through maintaining you know, just, order, yeah, and peace, yeah. And which is not far off of what his uh EU novel character was. Mm-hmm. You know, ultimately he wasn't he wasn't about like going crazy and slaughtering innocents unless he had a justification for it, you know, mathematically cold calculated, but Yeah, he's very patient. Yeah. As compared to the Sith who are not. <laughs> patience. Patience. But anyway. So let's go on to the next one. Let's go yeah, on sure. to the finest weed in the South Farthing. Mary. <laughs> Mary. Mary, Mary Adok, Brandybuck, is going to be in episode nine. There was some. According to Hollywood Reporter, Dominic Monaghan has joined the cast of director J.J. Abrams' currently untitled episode nine in an undisclosed role. You went Lord of the Rings. A lot of people go lost, and there's a lot of lost Star Wars crossover mm-hmm. memes happening out there right now. Well, yeah, because it's JJ. But I also didn't yeah, yeah. watch Lost yet, so <gasps> I know, I know, <laughs> I know. Shoot me. So, do we think that that uh, Dominic's going to be playing a good guy or a bad guy in Episode Nine? I don't know. I look at his face, and I think it could be either one. Mm. Chaotic neutral. <laughs> I'd say good guy. That's where I'm, my my money's going. <clears throat> yeah, maybe like a hardened good guy, like chaotic. Uh, what is it? Chaotic good. <laughs> you know, like a Saw Gerrera type. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe he's uh, Lando's squire. Maybe he just follows Lando around and and. Carries his capes. <laughs> Maybe he's just a bar patron that has death sticks. Yeah. What no? could you imagine? <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be a pretty sizable role if you think about it. But oh yeah, for Star Wars, for and even of a character of his level, that's mm-hmm. you know actor, yeah. easily recognize yeah, an easily yeah actor. Thank you, an easily recognizable actor. Like everyone's immediately going to be like. Lord of the Rings, Lost. Well, go I, right I don't know. Like DJ, wasn't that? I mean, he's prominent. That's true. But he wasn't like big. Like he might be just. Oh, that's true. He'll have lines, exactly. obviously. He sucked. <laughs> DJ, yeah. I hope he's in nine and they redeem him a little bit, in a good or bad way. You know what I mean? Like. No. Well, I just want that Finn and like the the Finn and DJ storyline to play out where like Finn just totally mm-hmm. wrecks him, just yes. wrecks oh, the time. shit out of him. Big yeah. time. Hmm. We shall see. I, what, what would you do if you saw Phasma and DJ teaming up? Wouldn't happen. I I can see I can see Phasma going like freelance. I. uh... I hate to I hate to be the the bearer of bad news, folks, but I think Phasma's finished. I think she's done. Yeah, I know. Uh, I heard that. That's I bullshit. Think, I mean, she f- she fell so far. 
maybe not. I don't know. Maybe she didn't, but it looked it looked as though she was pretty much done for. So yeah. I don't know. If you can escape a trash compactor in the Star Killer base in you know the eight minutes that it took to uh, finish the movie or that explosion rather, I don't know. I feel like you escape anything. That is true. How Maybe her armor, her armor's all blackened and dark, like Vader's. You know, know what I'm saying? Parallel. Oh. Parallel. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, she's got that piece broken off her helmet. You can see how she has an eyebrow. She may like try to like f- mangle some like thing together to put on her face, like Vader and Kylo Ren is jealous. Ooh. Mm. Phantom of the Phasma. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Phasma of the Menace. Fa- fa- whatever. Phasma <laughs> Menace. Phasma Menace. There it is. There you go. Fenice. Like fenestration. Ooh, Windows. I like where you're going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, <laughs> I, I hope she's coming back, but I don't know. We'll see what Master Mariadoc has in mind for us. Mm-hmm. Yes. Maybe. Indeed. Well, that counts you out, Pip. <laughs> Isn't he the, the one that sings the song? Pip? In in the in yeah. The... Okay, yeah. I hope he does it, that. It, I hope he sings this a little it's tune. It's good, but it was kind of awkward for me when I first saw it. Especially when the king's just like sitting there eating his chicken. I don't know. This is oh, a Lord of the Rings God, podcast. My bad. It's, my bad. It's like liquid going ever. Hey, we can tangent yeah, anyway. a little bit oh, because yeah. the actor funny. is in Star Wars, so we can do That's it. That's true. Maybe he'll do that. Maybe he'll he'll do that. Walter? And... Walter Bishop? Doctor Bishop? Bishop? What are you talking about? Sorry, I just I just introduced a whole a third uh, movie ref fringe. Yeah, I didn't get that one. I didn't get it. Continue. He, you guys have one. Oh, oh, oh yeah yeah yeah. He's the uh, steward. Yeah, the steward of Gondor is Walter Bishop from Fringe. Yes, he's like eating the grapes and chicken and shit. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, anyways, I I try to do a third crossover, so sorry. No, you're fine. That was good. Pulling in some actor names. It's good. So this is the part of the podcast where we move towards kind of more spoilery things. Um, we don't usually do a good job of letting people know when we're bringing up spoilers, but we're sorry. doing it. Um, so we're going to go over There's been some leaked photos from a set uh, for episode nine. And they're not really that spoilery, to be quite honest. But if you don't want to hear anything about it, move on. And then we're going to go over the latest Vader comic, Vader 20. So, yeah, move on if you don't want to hear that. You guys ready? Yeah. Hit me. Do it. All right. Um, first off, Making Star Wars. Jason Ward over at Making Star Wars exclusively released some pictures of the Millennium Falcon in the woods. Uh, I think, where is it? Blackwoods or something? What was that called? It's like a park near Pinewood. Anyway, it looks like very wooded, and the million piece of the Millennium Falcon, I don't know if it's the whole thing, is in the woods. So it looks like something in Episode 9 will be in the woods. 
dense woods. <clears throat> Endor. Black Park is what I there we go. Endor, no, the trees, no. I mean possibly. We could also computer yep. generate and put them in, I guess. <coughs> Star Killer too. Well, I heard there was a location associated with it, but I'm not sure if it's confirmed. Go but ahead. I so it might be Batu or Batu or whatever, however you yeah. pronounce it. But it's that that tie in, and they're because you, you, they're tying that in with the the. Ooh, you think the, so? That's yeah. what I was told. That's that's what I was told. And I heard there was another I've article linking it to it, but they could be going to Batu. I don't know. They oh, don't like. Man. I don't know if doing the whole like Disney Park theme park thing and linking it to an actual movie is like a good thing. Like, I, I don't know if, like, because cause then, cause then you got, like, conflicting people, like, people thinking, like, where am I in the storyline? I'm in Batu, I'm on Batuu in at Disney, but in the movie, it's this is happening, but this is happening when I'm here. You know, like, it's just confusing. Yeah, yeah. but, but I, they're also uh, building lore with the books, with the throne, like, you know what I'm saying? So they're, they're yeah. building lore around it regardless, because they want to, they really want to beef it up. They want to make it well, in the unknown regions is a huge part of the new trilogy because that's where the first order came from. So you got to figure out where did they come from? All right, let's start that going. And maybe alliances touches upon it. And maybe that's how they kind of bring Thrawn in. Who knows? Mm, maybe oh there's, maybe there's the empire of the hand that gets introduced after this, you know, where you maybe see like a chiss guy, but maybe not Thrawn. I don't know. It better to fucking not be. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> unless, it's, <laughs> unless it's done well, right? right? Unless it's done well and perfectly, but it fucking will be fucking garbage. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I want it to be? And this might have to do with some of the photos in the next one I'm going to talk about. I want it to be Yavin. I want there to be, or like wherever Jedi Academy or something is. You know what I'm saying? Or like a hidden rebel base. <laughs> There's so many oh, hidden rebel bases though. Yeah, I'm like know, so tired of that trope. Like how many how many bases can you hide in? You know what I'm saying? But they have to, right? That's like where else are they gonna go? I know, but like it's just like let's You know what they not... should do is do a spaceship that's a base. Yeah, they did. They're all all the last Jedi. Well, I mean, you know what I mean, like a whatever. Well, I mean, they like a base they, base. I'm just uh, ex- uh. I'm just interested to see how they get off, like how the how they get off crate, or like if they get off crate, where are they gonna go? But is this is this a mission that Finn and Ray and Poe are on, or like you know what I'm saying? Like, where are they gonna be splitting them up again? I I don't know. It's well, or like you know with Rose, or I don't know what 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 the deal is, but. Falcon means, at the most, Chewie, right? Chewie won't and lose Ray. the Falcon. Maybe, maybe Ray. I think Ray can be separated from the Falcon. But, yeah, I see where you're at. Leaning towards Ray has to be where the Falcon is. But definitely Chewie. So, like, with a storyline with Ray and the Falcon, that's why I'm thinking maybe this is where a Jedi Academy could be. Maybe, possibly. <laughs> Maybe, man. Maybe. I mean, 
Yavin's an old. It's an old planet anyway. It's it. Why not make it a little older? <laughs> really get the decrepitness in there. Just like none right. of the, none of the places are left. None of the buildings are left, and they're just kind of like stepping in, going. I thought this was supposed to be a rebel base. There's nothing here but crumbling walls and vines. Mm-hmm. Lando's like, <laughs> whoops, my bad, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that. Drinks from his. Drink more of his ale or whatever it is he has. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so the Falcon is in the woods. Yay. Next up, we got photos from actual, like, them filming, which is kind of cool. It appears to be on a hillside that's, like, grassy. And this is all reported by the sun. That's where yeah, the just come from. And um you you see Chewie, you see Poe, you see Finn. Um you see what looks like could possibly be that new actress, uh Naomi Aki. Mm-hmm. Um and you see horses dressed in like a shaggy garb to make it look like they have like long hair. Which could mean anything. Like they they could it could be like the body, and then they can they could CGI like a giant head on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. When I see a shaggy animal, I think it's cold. But it doesn't look like a grassy hill that would be in a cold environment. Or a bantha. Mm-hmm. Ooh, bantha. Yeah. Banthas are not in a cold environment. That's for or, sure. Or what about a nerf? We finally see the nerf herders. Oh, could you imagine? <laughs> yeah, right? Right? We could go there, man. We could have some nerf steak. Choice cut. <laughs> I, th- I, think I, I think I cut out a little bit when you guys were talking about that next picture. Did you guys talk about how it might be the, uh, the uh, what are those called? The space horses? The freaking, freaking fracking, what are they called? Where, where? We're just talking about them now, right? So like, but, but I was saying, guys... I was saying how they're like shaggy looking, so they must be cold. But then I'm like, they could CGI heads on them. <clears throat> well, it looks right. like they're CGIing heads because yeah, the, they got they those little things on them. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you never know what they're gonna look like. Well, so maybe. But what I was thinking is they could be the uh, they could be bringing back the the horses from uh, Last Jedi. What are those called? I'm drawing oh, Fathiers. They yeah, weren't that ears. furry, though, I thought. Well, yeah, but maybe these Fathier. are, like, winter fathiers or something. Luke, I, I am your, <laughs> f- your fathier. That's so fucking weird. <laughs> anyway, so Chewie's got his usual garb on. Naked. And uh, Poe... <laughs> Poe looks like fucking... Dude, that's gonna go looking for artifacts. Yeah, Indiana Jones. Yeah. Here Badass. we are, folks. Oh, he looks so cool in that picture. I'm not sure about Finn's blue pants, but <laughs> otherwise, I like his vest. <laughs> I like your vest. Just the vest. Can you guys pull anything away from this? Like, what? Any planet come to mind, or any? No. They're going new. Batu. Oh, no, he's got binoculars, so maybe, 
Maybe he macro scouted binoculars. out. Yeah, macro binoculars. Maybe he scouted out some probe droid that landed nearby. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I saw some. I saw some asteroids that hit nearby here. And some <laughs> meteors that hit nearby here. I'm gonna check it out. Oh, I wouldn't Let put up it meteors to system to fill a space cruiser. Sensors are in place. I'll go back. Oh, oh my god! Could you? They they need to get the the mountain wampa in there because there's a couple of different kinds of wampas. There's <laughs> definitely got to be a mountain wampa in there somewhere. Ooh, yeah. yeah, it's Desert like wampa. it's like gray instead of white. <laughs> oh, Jesus! <laughs> and he shoots his arm off instead of yeah. Anyways, dude, we should write for movies. I know. Right. <laughs> Fucking gold. At us, Pablo. Come on, give us a job here. Yeah, at me. Come at me, bro. Throw us a bone. I don't know. I'm pretty. I'm pretty excited seeing this. Oh, you see the ponchos? They look like the freaking Endor ponchos. I'm saying wearing. It's back. Although I think I heard that it started raining, possibly. So that could just be for that. But could be. So yeah, I, I, I'm hoping the movie takes place a few years later, and this is them just establishing a resistance base somewhere, and they're hiding out, and. I don't know. What, what can you do? I mean, there's a lot of things you can do. Yeah, this, I mean, they still have the whole... Well, I won't get into it, except I will. The whole how do you resolve Leia thing, and how do you do it at the very beginning, you know? It probably will have to be sometime in the future. Yeah, they'll do it. I think, it, I think they won't dwell on it too long, but it'll... I think it'll be done well. I hope so. You like to think so, right? I want to. <laughs> if they're using that footage that they're getting from both, you know, and it sounds like they're getting it from both uh, Force Awakens and Last Jedi, if they're able to cobble that together to, to do her justice, it's, you know, it's mainly like, how do you, you know, number one, how do you, you know, do Carrie Fisher justice? And, and at the same time, how do you do the story justice? And that's, right. that's a difficult thing. But I'm just super stoked to see how they utilize Lando too, how they utilize Billy D. <laughs> yeah. Cause oh how God. they how they get off that god awful <laughs> rock on crate. Does he show up and just like clean house, like do all his administrator work and just like, you know, gotta gotta do this, gotta do that. Let's let's establish a base somewhere else. I hate this place. He this shows place up in like a vintage look, <laughs> you know, like a vintage car, you know, like old. Yeah. <laughs> he shows up in the Lady Luck, and it's he like, shows Whoa, up in the Lady Luck. Damn. It's the Lady Luck, man, dude. Lady oh, Luck. Oh, I hope is. Canon. I hope it's like the. I hope the Lady Luck is. Uh, anyways, it like better it be. It's canon, because it was it in. Is um, it was in the novel. Yeah. Of the, which novel was it? Uh, was it no one solo? Last, last shot. Last, last shot. shot. Yeah. That's right. <clears throat> he shows up on the fucking lady luck. You know. Oh my god. Hey. I will stand up and clap. <laughs> there's right there's so much salt here. <laughs> why are you being? Why are you so salty, guys? Hey. This is bad for my skin. Hey guys. <laughs> oh, I can't thing. wait. Can oh, that's, that's that, you know what? And the thing is, like. Everybody knows it's going to be a joke. So he doesn't have to do anything. Everyone's just going to see him and be like, Ah, Billy D. Ah, look at this motherfucking Billy D. Ah, look at you, the old pirate. <laughs> exactly. Who's the old pirate now? Love it. I usually have my Lando music queued up, but I got a new phone, so it's not there. Damn. Damn it, Damn it Ed. 
Uh, love making music. It's not here. Sorry. Next time. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, that's all the news, guys. Like, that was... We're used to doing, like, every two weeks, three weeks <laughs> lately. But now that we're going back to every week, it's like, all right, that's it. Well, the summer, you know, it's, it's, it's a busy time of the summer. We got to do what we got to do. So we can uh, either do the email first or we can... Let's do Vader. You want to talk Vader? Mm, let's do email first, actually. Well, no, no. Let's, let's talk Vader. You're right. When you're right, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Did you read it, James? I did. Okay. Um, and you did as well, Josh, right? Yes. So last episode, we talked about the Inquisitors in the Vader comic and Rebels. And we were like, where the fuck are they going with this? And this latest Vader comic brings them into play again, but in kind of like a... Um, reiterating what we were saying. Like, where the f- <laughs> I almost feel like the writers are like, what the fuck am I doing with these Inquisitors? <laughs> so, I don't know. Did you guys, let's start out with if you guys liked it, and then we'll go into some meat of it, because it, 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 it goes over how Vader is just going, because they're his Inquisitors, and he goes in and detects weakness in one of them and and takes advantage of them and then obviously kills them because he's vader but Mm -hmm. what do you guys think of it yeah man i uh (laughs) it's it's tough to to say that you don't like this anything from this vader run because it's so like it's it's so many of them have been so good but uh there there were some awkward bits some awkward moments that i thought were like and I was so confused because I thought for sure that in the last one that that lady who was like I, I thought oh okay she's she being good this is not going to end well for her the inquisitor that's helping that gal out with her baby mm-hmm. or whatever and then she takes the baby back the last second and I'm like oh yeah well that's the inquisitors are like that bunch of bunch of scumbags right and then this one it's like right away that same one with the other one is like. Now they're on the run from Vader because they actually did help, but they still gave the baby to the... I. It was so weird. It, the, it was a little weird. So this brings me to how the Sith failed at being an army. So Vader came upon this information. So what happened was Eeth Koth, a former Jedi Council person, he's under disguise, quote-unquote, not really a disguise, as a force priest <laughs> yeah that's and, uh, not very convincing at all yeah vader tracks him down he has a wife and a kid who's obviously force sensitive and they fight vader fights ethcock and kills him but uh the baby like the inquisitors go after the baby right and mm-hmm. the the lady inquis the the lady inquisitor we we're talking about gets the baby and lets it get away but then takes it back at the last second with the force with the force just like levitates the baby out of the out of the mom's out of arms. the window yeah yeah, yeah that's so metal that. yeah so yeah. it's cool and oh, at the time yeah. you're like okay that's how the inquisitors <clears throat> are they're awesome you know like they do they do their their job but 
Vader later is told by another inquisitor about that. So this is this is where I get like like when you read the Bane trilogy, which isn't canon really, but the rule of two originated. The Sith eat themselves up, right? Mm-hmm. There's all they're always comp- competing to be the best and strive to get their master's attention and be like the favored student. <coughs> and this is what happened. Like someone told Vader, like this is dude. She was gonna save the kid, but then like. You know, showed a little weakness, but then took it back. And he goes in and gets rid of the weakness in this mm-hmm. in this comic, mm-hmm. right? So I think Vader's, Vader's dealing with it, and he's probably going to come to the realization, we don't need Inquisitors. Get them out of here. That's where I'm getting with getting at it, but I don't know. That's what I got out of it. What do you guys think? I mean, I don't know if, if Vader feels like he did. I mean, because Vader wants to be the only one, obviously. And, you know, at this point, poor Vader is getting constantly berated by the... Just like the Emperor is just giving him hell every chance he gets. And, like, you know, it's funny that you reference that... Um, the disguise that Ethkoth chose... Like the yeah. life of a priest mm-hmm. in in the in the comic, I just thought it was funny because like Emperor Palpatine, oh Palpatine, man, he got such a kick out of it, and he's like, "Heh, a priest! I can't believe he chose that disguise." <laughs> it's, like, it's so true. <laughs> and then that the one bit, I I hope I can bring, I hope I can talk about this just real quick. I don't want to like side rail, but the the bit in the comic. Um, well, there's there's that bit in the comic where it's like it's that awkward bit of humor that really caught me off guard, and actually I, I caught myself laughing out loud, which doesn't happen often, and especially in a comic with such like serious implications. But like the senator is like <laughs> like having this romantic dinner, yes. <laughs> this like weird looking alien chick, like, and then the 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 because they're having this cruiser, he's like Vader's chasing down the Inquisitors escaping in this like in the in the sky and he's like hopping from cruiser to cruiser and like throwing their sabers the hella sabers that everyone hates and they're like legit <laughs> like helicoptering into these cruisers and like blowing them up and and the cruiser falls directly on top of the senator and his his weird alien girlfriend and it's just the the way that the panels are set up and then, like, but he, Vader is just because yeah, you're like, him. what the fuck was that about? Like, why yeah, did I need to know that? So, like it's so funny that they just stuck that in there. Like it just, I could just see it live action. Just that kind of Star Wars humor, just like, it, yeah. which is great. But it was like it's kind of like wow, that's it's kind of out of left field. And then the mm. Emperor's like, "You're tearing up my capitals. You're tearing up my capital world. You're down in my city." I was gonna use that. I was gonna use that yeah. senator. To yeah, wow. It's like for what purpose, man? And like that chick. The alien chick was like one of the uh, I don't know if you know the character Reyes on the on the in like Return of the Jedi the three eyed dude, mm-hmm. but man oh man that was an ugly alien woman I'm sorry but hot damn <laughs> that senator has some odd tastes that's all I gotta say looked like yeah. a human senator too but anyway now it's just I digress weird. it's like yeah, a the, horse it's the Grand they have grenades in Dark Forces <laughs> all the grenades. <laughs> anyway, two things from that scene that you're talking about, actually. So, the him jumping around up on the speeders and stuff, and them fighting, reminiscent of 
episode two. Am I not right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what I thought of. Yeah, I agree. I bet he's like, I've done this fucking before. This is easy shit. And yeah. number two thought, thank God they didn't actually heli saber. I was wait. I was like waiting for it, and I was gonna be like, "Fuck this comic!" If it happens, <laughs> I've never had a problem with the Alice Sabers, but I can see where people hate it. I don't mind them throwing it, and it's spinning. I mind them, them like actually taking flight and going from point A to point B doing it. Like it just doesn't compute in my brain with that silly sound effect. Of <laughs> I don't mind the sound. Effect. That's fine. I just the. The whole idea of it, I don't, I don't know. Like you, well, it's you, you a laser like, sword. You you like that idea better <laughs> than the giant lightsaber gun that? Uh, oh, in the comic, her, yeah, that was yeah, a little what's weird face? too. Yeah. Oh, the uh, the librarian. That was yeah. dumb. I feel like I'd rather have that than than heli sabers, though. To be quite honest, I agree because that's agree. more like I, towards the Death Star super laser kind of deal. Yeah, Versus. but she totally terminated that. She was like, she had the gun, and I mean, it was <laughs> that was another odd moment of comedy. It kind not, of was, yeah, yeah. That was not supposed yeah. to be funny, but it was funny. Yeah, and I think that's yeah. kind of Agreed. where some of these these comics <coughs> have a problem. It's there, <laughs> not so intentionally. Yeah, that, funny. that was that was my two thoughts on that scene because I I was at first being like, what? Why are they spending panels? I assume they call them panels, whatever the artwork on these, this couple sitting in a park, <laughs> have, having champagne, and then a speeder fucking landing on them, and the 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 frame shows like this explosion with a droid, who's like the serving droid, just like leaping out of the way. It's just funny. I don't know. And he I've, leapt out of the way. You think he would have like either tried to push them out of the way or throw himself on them to shield from. You know what I mean? No, I I don't think he's even jumping out of the way. I think he's just getting thrown back by the explosion. Yeah, he's like, (laughs) I do not get paid enough for this. (laughs) Jumps out of the way. So uh, so, uh, my other gripe, there's one gripe with this, the the way it laid out at the end there where, where Vader ends up killing, well, he confronts the two Inquisitors who have a love thing for each other, and that's, I think, why he does it on top of the Eeth Koth thing. Like, you know, attachments. It's a weakness. Anyway, mm-hmm. so he mm-hmm. tracks him down, and then the way he kills him, the way the comic sets it up, it's it's kind of... I, I don't really understand it. Like, he, like, grabs them with the force? Like, their neck? I can't tell no, how they do it. He, uh, they stab he, each other or what? I don't. They I don't stab know. each other. He he takes the he uses the force and he thro- and he like thrusts each lightsaber into one, which I actually really enjoyed that. And that, they kind of silhouetted it. It was yeah, yeah. It was pretty dope. And if there was, I couldn't really tell if it was like a romantic connection or a friendship connection. But if it was romantic, which I don't get, again, it was weird pairing. But that that's a very romantic way to die because she's yeah, all true. like. At least we could be free. Like a Romeo and Juliet kind of thing. Exactly. Yes. Exactly, James. Exactly. Yeah, because they were doomed. They knew it was doomed from the start. So I just feel like the medium that's it, that it's in, like the comic, like it got a little confusing. Like I was like, wait, like did he grab his neck? But no, he's still talking. Okay, like, and then that, mm-hmm. then there's a, there's a, there's a, 
a drawing of them just like standing there with their lightsabers to the side and had like they said a couple things and then suddenly they're dead but they have their blades in each other so it's like i i couldn't fully tell what happened but i guessed it like i like i said and i mm. i don't know i like the way it happened obviously the story is great but right. i, th- I just was, thought the artwork cool. was a little confusing <clears throat> i feel like they with with the uh, with her red face um it's like they ran out of uh budget to like finish all the details on her face. She just looks like a little red grape or something. <laughs> what race is you know? she? I don't even know what race she is. Yeah, I know. I mean it's definitely not Zabrak or anything like that, but some kind of like Vulcan? Ooh, I don't know. Isn't this the same artist that that kind of does has been doing a, a lot of them? Cuz I noticed the emperor looks creepy as always like kind of the same kind of creepy, same weird. style yeah i think i think you're right man <clears throat> it's not the guy that traces though right oh god no they i think they gave him the boot but that's a whole nother yeah conversation <laughs> <I hope so. laughs> yeah there's a whole like thing on twitter about it uh yeah the king of all times talks about it a lot oh yeah and uh rashad over at will communication as well but um, overall, uh, that one wasn't my favorite. But they do deal with the Inquisitors more, so you get a little more background on them. Because the Grand Inquisitor was like, "What? What? What's going on? Is this another test? Like, what are you doing, Vader?" Yeah, he he seems like oddly detached from the fact that Vader was literally lunging at one of his like. Yeah. You would have thought that he was like, no, you're not going to do this, Vader. But he was like, oh, all right. Well, yeah, you can go ahead and do that. That's fine. Kill my Inquisitor. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I know, he, right? Yeah, but not on my world. Yeah. Because <laughs> Vader's going to fuck him up if he intervenes. That's true. He knows his place. Yeah, and how creepy is this shit at the end with the Naboo ship? Ooh. Oh, I loved that. That part was so badass. You Just know, you know it, it, it starts out with the Emperor being like, this is your reward. And you're like, oh, what? what's he going to give him? Oh, my God. He's going to get, like, a reward from the Emperor? Oh, my God. And it's, like, turns out to be the complete fucking opposite. Like, he's like, here's this ship that's going to bring back all your memories that you well, don't want to see right now. Well, it's all about the Sith, man. Like, the test, the constant test to see if he's worthy to be his apprentice. Like, as if he wavers, Palpatine needs to get rid of that shit now. Mm-hmm. Everything about the Sith, like when you read in the Bane books and anything about the Rule of Two, it's always a test. So this is Palpatine again testing Vader, testing his resolve. See if like that emotions of him like killing that little love couple actually like makes sense, or like maybe it resonated with him, and you wanted to make sure that he was still pure. Well, and Evil. and I haven't gotten to the end of alliances, drawn alliances, but I think that's oh, another test. It. That's another test of him with like uh, Padme, you know, like dealing with his past and Padme. Oh yeah, man, big time. In a, in a less like more almost non, it's almost like a benign. I don't know. It almost seems insidious, but it's not. Insidious. No, it's hard to, is hard. there How about is there going to be a, a a fortress? Is the next one going to be Fortress like three? 
because we finally get the background on the of the Mustafar castle, which was the big reveal. Oh, yeah, spoiler yeah. alert at the end. <laughs> so at the end yep. of the Vader comic, he's like, "I want my own planet," and Palpatine actually throws out Naboo. He's like, "You can have my home planet." It's yeah. kind of like or maybe odd. Tatooine or yours. Tatooine. Yeah, just turn all the sand to glass because I know how you hate it. Uh, and then he's like, Mustafar. Yeah. Yeah, because that's where he can channel all his hate. Because that's where f- he got owned. The fucking nerve on Vader asking for his own fucking planet after he gets after he already gets a reward from, from the Emperor is like, <laughs> it's like, you know, the kid who asks for the second cookie. You already got the first cookie. Now you're asking for, but that's like asking for a cake <laughs> on top of the cookie, like a whole planet, like... Yeah. I thought I thought Emperor Palpatine was gonna snap and just shock the shit out of him. Like you don't I'd be in, f- in some fat fuck. <laughs> so I'm kind of disappointed because I thought I thought after Rogue One, oh my god, this is such a great play by the Emperor to have Vader's home on Mustafar because he he's gonna be right near where he got defeated. And, you know, Obi-Wan's memories and stuff, they're going to be haunting him. This is a great place to put his castle or whatever right there for him. And now I find out Vader chose it, changes it quite a bit. Because I thought it was the Emperor doing it to fuck him and test him. And you know what I'm saying? Right. So I I, I don't know about this. I'm I'm on the fence, but I want (laughs) to see it play out and how it goes. Vader requested Mustafar. Well, maybe that's part of the test. Double back on that now. So, gives him the ne- gives him Queen Amidala's ship or Senator Amidala's ship. After that, he says, "What are you going to do? You're going to take the ship? All right, he has to take the ship. That's a gift. But where does he go with it? Like, maybe if he still has feelings for her, he'll go to Naboo because that's where she's buried, or go to Tatooine where." You know his home, his home planet, feelings of his mom and shit like that. No, he's gonna go to the place that made him who he is. And that's Mustafar, and it's almost like a, also a way of showing Palpatine is like, dude, my past is dead. Kill the boy, Jon Snow. Well, okay, so think think about Vader's situation. In his mind, he killed Padme on Mustafar, mm-hmm. right? So we, we're always like, oh, Mustafar, that's where he got killed, like, defeated by Obi-Wan. That sucks. But in his head, he also killed Padme on Mustafar. Right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the Emperor was like, oh, she died from whatever you did to her. Mm-hmm. So that's way more powerful emotionally. True. Like, Obi-Wan is whatever compared to Padme to Vader. That's true. That's true. Because that is where he killed her. Hmm. I wonder if that'll be oh Christ, that'll probably be a flashback moment in the comic for him too when he lands on the same platform and like walks by the spot. He could have like a force vision or something like that and he'll just like quash that memory and just keep going. I love the flashbacks in in this whole series. I love how He's his past is coming back to haunt him constantly, and I, and I think it's cool that they're tying that in with the novels. But mm-hmm. I love the moments of like Clone War, you know, memories coming in. Yeah, and, like just him like 
meditate because there's that weird bit where every time he has a flashback there's him like in this lotus pose where he's like burning like it's it's such a it's such a cool image to, yeah to see vader <laughs> like meditating on his like pain and anguish and hate and just like mm-hmm. oh it's so it's so metal <laughs> Dude, it's so true. So it's true. awesome. I, I but think I hope we get more of that. I think the Emperor orchestrated him so well with like I don't know if he orchestrated his his uh amputations and burning and you know like all that, but wow. He is in pain all the time. He's got no limbs, he's has 10th degree burns all over him, you know, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wow, what a way to have someone so powerful in the force become your apprentice as a Sith. That is the perfect situation, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So much mm-hmm. pain and anguish, emotionally and physically. Oh, wow. It yeah, was like a it's like huge, perfect alignment of the stars for that. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how the emperor could have even predicted that, but it was perfect. Hmm. Maybe he foresee it. Foreseen it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah, that's the news. Nice. What well, we got up for an email here? Uh, Johnny Weiner. I mean Weiner, emailed us again. So he says, help me, scruffy-looking podcasters. You're my only hope for this question. Uh, So this Rancor, which I assume is him, hasn't read a Star Wars book since the late 90s. Where the hell, parentheses Mustafar, do I start? New stuff, older stuff, what should I read? Parentheses, no graphic novels. Then he says, way back in the 90s, I read it all. Even even that Heirs of the Force crap. I'm still waiting for Jason and Janus, Jaina Solo to take on their younger brother, Kylo. Also, are the main... This is totally different. Are the main characters humans, or do we just assume that they're humans because they look like us? Then he says, may the Force be with you. I mean... They're human, right? It's established. Uh, yeah. yeah, isn't yeah. it? I thought yeah. it was. Yeah. And di- many come- different planets have humans. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, I mean, but it's you have to you have to kind of figure out though how like is Wikipedia like the official? I'm, I'm it's it's got to be it's somewhere in there. It's somewhere in the novels. I can't like pinpoint where they've said human before, but I it's it's in everything, really. I mean, it's got to be, right? It's been in some stuff. Yeah, but if you look like at Wikipedia, human male from Yeah. Human if you female look at, from Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's technically supposed to be, you know, like in a galaxy like ours, like it's the same kind mm. of thing, but like mm-hmm, long mm-hmm. time ago. So I don't know. I I would say they're human, but anyway. <clears throat> yep. So, um, where would you guys start? If he's coming, he's actually has the same situation I did. I read books 
up until the late nineties. I didn't go into the two thousands like you did, James. Uh, Meh. Like Pussy. I, I have this book, Star Wars Omnibus X Wing Rogue Squadron Volume One, from you, that I'm gonna <clears throat> I'm gonna read through all the comics of that I never got to because it happened after I got out of it. Dark Horse Comics. Pussy. I know. I'm sorry, but I will read it. <laughs> <laughs> And where does he start? Where does he start? Lost Stars? I don't know. Mm, yeah, I do Lost Stars. Because that ties it in real nice with the... Uh, Jakku. Jakku real trilogy. Mm-hmm. Connects all of them into it. Yeah. I would do that, and then another good one would be Bloodlines after that, because you start mm-hmm. to you know get a sense of Leia's character. I was going to say Bloodlines first, because that's the better. I think, well, I don't know. I haven't read Lost Stars. Um, I've heard it's great. <gasps> you can't. I know. You can't. Know. Oh, you dude. can't say anything dude. now. Dude, you dude. can't say anything now. Once I you... know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. You take this one, guys. <laughs> play, play me off, Johnny. <laughs> honestly, uh, honestly, read that shit. Read it. And read Catalyst it. was so good. Though, Catalyst was as, good. As well. If you like Rogue One, read Catalyst. That's just. Mm-hmm. Well, if you like Luci- L- Luce, is his name Lucino? Luce- Lucino? But, yes. Oh, James Lucino. James yeah. Lucino? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's he's one of my faves, man. Me too. His, his stuff's good. But. Uh. Uh, what else? Uh, the aftermath trilogy is tri- trilogy is great as a whole. Uh, the first one's man, yep. it's a little rough to get used to. Second one's better. The third one's really good, in my opinion. But you get a really good background of Jakku and what uh, the Emperor's plans were after his plans were after his death. That he had oh, what was the operation out. called? Contingency um, or something like that? Or yeah, what was the contingency plan? Uh, Cinder. Cinder. That's what it was. You guys are so Oper- smart. Yeah, it was Operation Cinder. I think I don't know. Well, that was that was in Battlefront too, but um, no, but it was the same thing. They used the same uh, terminology for it. Yeah. Yeah. I would. I would actually almost make the argument that. If you wanted to start, if you wanted to really get into the new canon books and like bridge the gap from OT to this sequel trilogy, I would say that that aftermath is almost required, like not required reading, but it's like the reading that you want to get into the new canon, and then you can start pretty much wherever you want within that within the new canon books. But yep, right, um, but I would I would say that. Um, that it's it, it, like so with with like I said bridging that sequel trilogy if you really want to get into where the new canon's headed and all of the novels following but it has the most information that one would need if you were only like if you only had the OT and you'd never seen any of the new films or anything else and you needed to know what happened after Return of the Jedi that's where you would go but you have to get past the first book in order to get to the second one. And that's in and of itself a little bit of a, of a problem. It's a, it's a situation. I would do the audio books too. If I was to do that, because Mark Thompson's a beast. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I I did feel with the the aftermath trilogy. If you like like the Dungeons and Dragons or World of Warcraft, like having a group with different classes, you know, like I'm the leader, the healer, the rogue, or whatever. The aftermath chaotic good. Yeah, the aftermath trilogy feels like that like they're assembling like a group of adventurers and they're going they're taking you for a journey towards like Baldur's the, Gate 2 from the return of the Jedi to the Battle of Jakku that's what I felt like I mean it was kind of cheesy at first but the third book really rounds it out and I'm like that's kind of well done actually mm, in know. a real good way yeah so there. Yeah. So read yeah. Lost Stars, read the Aftermath <coughs> trilogy, and go f- and Bloodlines, and go from there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. The Thrawn stuff is, if you like, if you liked any of the Thrawn stuff from before, read read all of it, for sure. Right. I mean, I'm not. I haven't finished the second book, obviously, but it's it's. It's kind of plays out like a Sherlock Holmes thing where Thrawn is Sherlock, right? <laughs> yeah, I, it I, does. I feel like it like all the both books kind of play like <coughs> play out like he's he's the genius and he's judging everybody and he's investigating and you're like what's he really thinking? You don't fully see what he really think he really is thinking, but you get hints at it, and then you, it's revealed, and it's like, oh, nice, okay, and then you move on. But I don't know. That's what I get from it. It's like a Sherlock thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would agree. Um, I, and obviously, I'm a big fan of that. I think it's cool. But uh, Lars Mikkelsen, you definitely, if you've seen Rebels or even just heard a commercial of it, he's got a great voice portrayal of Thrawn, I think. Maybe not like a hundred percent of what we want, what I would want, but like it's eighty-five percent there, and it's pretty good. So if you get a chance to hear Lars Mikkelsen voice him, voice act him, um, and then reading the book, like visualizing his voice, like when you see that bullshit on the internet that says, "and you just said it in Morgan Freeman's voice," like shit like that, it makes it a little bit better. Well, Josh, I think you know, like Mark Thompson does a really good job with. <clears throat> With Thrawn's voice, I think between he does Mickelson yeah. and him, yeah, I I think it's well, cause pretty similar. If you if you listen to the the original uh, Thrawn trilogy, and that was also Mark Thompson, he did like more of a traditional kind of British like villain voice, and then he had to like they threw a curveball in there with uh, Lars uh, Mickelson, and then he's like, okay, well I can do that too. But the way that Thrawn talks is very slow and methodical, and like, yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a he's a strategist and a tactician, and I love mm-hmm. that. But if you're not into, it, it's kind of tough to read. It's really good to listen to, tough to read because it's so slow. Mm. And like, there's those weird bits where it's in his mind and he's thinking like what he's thinking, but also what's happening. You you know what I'm talking about? Like the little bits of oh yeah, action like, like from, description. It's like in the Sherlock movie. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna punch yeah. me in the right of the face, and my heart. Then I'll gonna fall be back like... this way, twenty-two degrees. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
by falling on my stomach, it'll clot the wound, and I'll be able to survive this gunshot wound to my chest. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We all know which episode we're talking about. <clears throat> That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, there you go. Yeah. Good email, ma'am. Thanks for sending that in. Yep, yep. Did you have anything you want to talk about, James, or... No, man, that was pretty much it. I know you had like a little uh, philosophical question you wanted to talk about with the Jedi and the Sith. Mm, you know, well, I'll just ask the question: like, would the galaxy be better off without him? Hmm. The galaxy just said, like, "Hey, listen, Jedi, Sith, don't give a shit. Just get him out and get rid of him." Well, the idea, the, the idea of having Jedi around is kind of a cool idea because then you have godlike people to judge mm-hmm. and decide what is right and wrong. It kind of makes your life easier. Yeah. Um, but I feel like without the Jedi, with the Jedi, you have to have Sith somewhere like, as a right. balance. So then you got to deal with that. If you could only have Jedi, I would. It would be nice and easy. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I way mean? too easy. But then Lame. Luke. But Luke, obviously, in the Last Jedi, came to the, the conclusion that if he just wasn't involved, maybe there would be no Sith and no Jedi conflict to interfere with the everyday galaxy and it would be better. That's yeah, why he bullshit. went into hiding and was like, you know, the Jedi can't fuck it up like they did. Mm. Hubris. He said that a couple times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think, Josh? I think that what the Jedi and the Sith represent is the kind of primordial balance of good and evil or like, you know, light and dark. And so in order to have balance in the universe or in the galaxy, the Jedi and the Sith had to have existed to bring about that balance and that change. And I think that if you, I mean, but at the same time, the Jedi and the Sith were, were it, the the force had other plans all uh, the for the force has its own plans and so the jedi and the sith are tools of the force almost like these these small inconsequential inconsequential well, not inconsequential but they're like they're just roots in part of a bigger tree like the force has its own destiny and has its own will and the the Sith and the Jedi are a necessary part of it, but not the end all be all. And they're rather small in comparison to what the Force represents and what it is. Like Luke was saying, the Jedi. What gives the Jedi or the Sith the right to wield this power? Mm. It's it belongs to everybody because it is a part of every living <clears throat> thing. But as it was, I think with George Lucas in the very beginning of like what his idea was. I'm not going to presume to know what that that madman genius was thinking, <coughs> but you look at like what like eastern mythology and, and kind of buddhism and whatever path that was following without the jedi and the sith the galaxy and the force would not have had like it would not have made the impact that it was supposed to like they were part of the plan does that kind of make sense mm. okay yes yes but 
I feel like you can still have a balance without these force using. And I picture them as like the axe, the axes or hammers of the balance. You know what I mean? Like, like Sith mm-hmm. and Jedi. They're like, they are blatantly one side or the other. Whereas the rest of us, us, we are the rest. And we're just balancing Humans. it out, doing our thing. We're good. We're evil. We're, we're like police. We're criminals. We're just balancing it out. I don't know. It's, it's, can you do without those godlike beings? We do. Yeah. And we're fine. <laughs> yeah. We're balanced. Yeah, screw the Jedi and Sith. We're <laughs> fine without them. Yeah. Get them out of here. Fuck those guys. Round them up. Round them up. I don't know. Up. For a movie, that would be a shitty movie if they didn't that would have be Jedi really and Sith. Movie. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Execute yeah. Order 66. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was watching Clone Wars recently. Those twins, remember the twin Jedi in the in the Lost Missions. Anyway, was loving it. Everybody should watch Clone Wars all the way it's to the, the end. Lost Missions, how the Order 66 came about, et cetera, et cetera. Yoda's arc. Yoda's and arc. The next. Clone Wars is gonna be dope. Yeah, you like that, Josh? You excited? I I was choking back tears, my man. Yes. Soka <laughs> turned around. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Dave Filoni <laughs> does it again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for it. Very excited for it. Um, Not as excited for Resistance, but uh, yeah, that, yeah, that well, Resistance uh, looks a little silly to me, but uh, yeah. I can take it did or leave you, it. Did you hear our last episode? We talked about how like more whiny Kaz was than Ezra. I haven't. You're going to hate me for this, but That's I'm all a little right. behind on podcasts. I haven't listened to it yet, but I will. you know I will. Bro. Oh, I, no, I know. I'm just, and it's, it's be and prepared. You, I know you have the same opinion, but it's like. Yeah. He's ten. It looks like he's ten years older than Ezra, and he's still like whinier somehow. I don't. I don't. It's, uh, it's not the whiny that bothers me. It's just the one. It's not even that it bothers me. I just don't know what it's like. It pales in comparison already to Clone Wars. Like you, can, you know what I'm saying? Like it already is mm. set. It set. It set itself up to be not as good. Does that sort of make sense? Yeah. I, I'm kind of being mean. I'm not. I should give him the benefit of the doubt, but. Although there were some pretty bad arcs <laughs> for Clone Wars, you know what I'm saying? Well, like, yeah, but that's like any I know show. when we think Clone Wars, I personally generally lean towards the good arcs, and they are mm. fucking awesome. But there, well, are that's some, what I mean, though. There are the some, good arcs were really amazing. <clears throat> they were very, very good, and I am very scared. That the resistance is not even close. Looking at, <laughs> well, the the artwork, <laughs> the artwork's fine. It's actually pretty fucking awesome. I like it. Um, but, but the way the, the stuff we've seen in that trailer, holy shit! I don't know. Some of it was I good. Know. I like the ships. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's cool. 
I mean, that's kind of what it's about. Yeah, I mean, the the, the text the tech's going to be fun. It's going to sell a lot of merch. Like that's just going to be sweet. Yeah. 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 Well, that's yep. it. We had the full Nelson tonight again. The full Nelson. Oh, yeah. There was that time where we... Yeah. Oh, you remember that now, James? Mm. <laughs> it's coming back You guys to should go back and listen to that, that other episode where Josh joined us. And it was a good one. Yeah. We, Josh, can we have you on? I know we'll have you on before then. But at least when you get your uh, Java sail barge, you have to come on and talk to us about it. Oh, dude, I will. I will. <laughs> please, please do. Because that is a when huge... When I get it. Do it. Because, man, it, it, it might take a while. It might take a hot minute. <laughs> they, they have a lot of orders to fill. But once I get it, you will be the first to know. All right. Sweet, sweet, sweet. All That's right. That's awesome. Um, so that well, will end it. James, punch it. Do it. Well, guys, thanks for joining us. Don't forget to send us an email at scruffypodcasters at gmail.com and facebook.com slash scruffypodcasters and... Have a good night. Stay, stay, stay safe and stay existential. May the force of others be with you all. This party's over.